literal experts in sports. There is nothing they say that is wrong. They cannot be wrong. And you are wrong if you don't agree with them. Awesome. Would it make me just completely just step on my own fucking tongue? What the hell is this crap? It took 16 minutes for Rick to say pull out. Welcome in to All Things Sports. I'm Preston. I'm joined by uh, the only contributor that matters right now because uh, we're running on a high with the Cowboys and the Jaguars winning. Gabe. Hello. Yeah. So I, I bet I bet uh, you, you weren't able to come on last week, but that's okay. You let it ride and it, it worked out in your favor. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if it's good luck, then I'm, I should have done it again. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you could have. You could have skipped out on the podcast, but so what you're saying essentially is that it's your fault if the Jaguars lose. Yeah, don't don't put that bad juju on me, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, well I don't know. I, I'm excited. Uh, I was nervous up to the game. Uh, Cowboys took care of business. Uh, I I thought that if it was going to be close, I would be really scared with Brady, but. If they were going to win, I thought they were going to do exactly what they did. Wasn't expecting the kicker to miss four uh, extra points in a row, five if you include the game before. But hey, if it's <laughs> if it's a night to miss, that's the night to miss, right? When it doesn't matter. Yeah, that's pretty. That that was pretty crazy. It was kind of funny, but then I I don't know. Do you ever watch the Peyton and Eli ESPN I, version of the broadcast? I have, but um, did you watch? Were you? Is that what you were watching? I watched it, yeah, I turned it on for a little bit, just because the game was so lopsided, right? I'm like, oh, what do these guys have to say about it? And Peyton was just losing his mind with the kicker. He was like, why are we kicking it? (laughs) (laughs) Well, did you see that video that Dak pretty much was saying the same thing? I saw that, yeah, I just saw that, like, not probably like today or something. Yeah, he was like, hey, go for two. Right, and I mean, late... I think it was in the fourth quarter. They were it was uh it was like fourth and four and they thought that they were gonna kick a field goal and the kicker started to come on the field and McCarthy was like, No, no, no. You're gonna watch this and then it ended up being a C D Lamb touchdown, but it was just funny, like and then they show him and he's just sitting there on the side, but um I, I mean look, he finally made a kick, right? I mean I it, mean if there was ever a game where you want him to kind of work out the yips. It's that one. This right? is the game. Yeah. Right, Cause it didn't, yeah. it, di- it didn't end up mattering now. Yeah. I had basketball practice, so I didn't get to actually <laughs> see the first half, but, um, so I turned the game on and it's 24, nothing just in time for Brady to throw like a 40 or 30 or whatever yard touchdown pass to Julio Jones. And I'm like, what the hell is this? <laughs> <laughs> oh. No, he was bad. I kept telling you, man. I kept telling you. I, I was like Tom Brady. I mean, I mean, for all for everything he did right throughout his career, he just he's just not the same guy anymore. And I know, you know, a lot of people kind of felt like, oh, worried Tom Brady's going to do Tom Brady things, but man, he just kind of looked the same but the, as he did all season. He just doesn't look like he has it anymore. The reason why people were saying that though is because during this season that's what he would like if you look at their wins that's exactly what he did he did tom brady things at the end of the game i mean the rams game he won at the very end the the saints game he won at the end i mean it was it was pretty ridiculous they they, there was a stat that was um they had the same margin of victory or average margin of victory than the um carolina panthers did like they didn't really but you just you just mentioned Rams and Saints, and they just weren't that good. This yeah, year. I, I get that, but it's still. I mean, and, and when they played them, I I don't know. I don't know when they played the Rams if they still had had Donald in, because it, it's not like the Rams didn't have good defensive players. I'm just saying he he did Brady things at the end of games, and it's always yeah. it's always yeah. with older players. That's the thing is they start to get older and. They can't perform at the high level all the time, but they still can perform sometimes. 
Yeah, I just think the Cowboys were – they're just – I mean, they showed it, right? They were just too good of a team to kind of let that game get away from them. Um, just defense, offense, definitely not special teams because that sucked, but <laughs> defense and offense. <laughs> yeah, no, and uh, Brady, I, I saw the pick that he threw in the end zone. It must have been some miscommunication because it couldn't have been him trying to throw the ball out of the back of the end zone. And that was actually his first pick in the red zone all season, which is crazy. I guess he had thrown other balls like that, kind of like off balance, kind of throws in the red zone. Um, And yeah, I don't know. I I saw some commentators like, you know, like Nick Wright from. uh, Oh, yeah. What is it? I know him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So he was, you know, they were showing some clips from earlier in the season when he was doing like the same exact thing. And, you know, he's like, Oh, he's not going to do that in the playoffs, but then he did. So he's just, I don't know what's going to happen to Tom Brady. Is do you think he's going to get another job? I, yeah, I think he'll go. I think he'll get wherever he, wherever he would want to go that has an open spot. Um, it's just whether he wants to come back and commit, because I think one of the biggest things that was different about this season is I don't think that he was fully focused on football. Just, I mean, mm-hmm. when when is he ever taking ten days off in in training camp? Like that that doesn't happen. So I just he looks skinny too. Like he looks he looks kind of like a guy that went through a divorce, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I I don't know if I would want him on my team at at this point. I mean, so if you're Miami, you don't. You don't think that you would. You don't think that he would be better than Tua in that situation. I mean, I, I, gosh, that's a that's a tough one. I I don't know. I don't think so. Because because the places that I see him going are Miami, depending on what they want to do with Tua, or I see I see him going back to the Patriots because I've heard that, and I think he's better than Mac Jones. I could see him going back there at least for one year. Um, I'd, I I want to say all the teams on the basically the West Coast because I'm not sure. I mean, even I've heard Carolina because if he goes to Carolina, they're going to instantly be favorites for the South. But but he wants to go to a team that has a chance to win a Super Bowl, right? I would think so. I mean, but um, he he hasn't really said what he wanted to do. The only thing he said is. Basically, his goodbyes in Tampa Bay. Like he didn't really say anything else. Yeah. So meaning he he probably doesn't want to be back in Tampa Bay. He he wants to go to some place where he can win another Super Bowl. I mean, I just he's gonna need a really does does my I don't know does Miami have a really good offensive line because that's something that he's gonna need. He definitely doesn't like to be hit at this point in his career. They, um, they it, ha- it just have, has to be the perfect right. situation. They don't have. I don't think they have like a super great offensive line, but I think what they do have is they can do the quick pass stuff. I mean, Tyreek Hill is the quickest, one of the quickest receivers, if not the quickest receiver in the NFL. And then Jalen Waddle, like, and McDaniel can just scheme. So I would think that that would be a good spot. Um, so the other place that you know what would be like a huge fu to Belichick is if he went to the Jets. I mean, Flacco yeah. was doing pretty good at the beginning of the season, and they have some talent at wide receiver. And they even have, I mean, Brees Hall was amazing at running back, so they got a defense. Brady would improve that situation instantly, but it just would be the hugest FU to New England. Yeah, I thought earlier in the year, I just thought, you know, he, he would really go to another team, a, a team that was waiting for a quarterback that could be a, an instant contender. But now, after kind of just thinking about the season and the season that he had, I just, I just don't know, you know, if if I would want my team to invest in him rather than maybe develop some other quarterback. Well, while we're on the topic of your team, let's actually go into that because the Jaguars <laughs> for sure would not want to invest into Brady because they got the champion, you know. <laughs> So Albert's saying hi on the podcast. No big, no big deal. Yeah, it's my dog. Sounds like somebody's outside. It's all good. He he. I, apparently, he likes Trevor Lawrence or something. I mean, we started talking about Trevor Lawrence, and he's <laughs> is, does he say he's the prince too? I would have got it, man. 
Yeah, the the Jaguars, man, that game was insane. So I was in Mammoth over the weekend. Yeah, right. I was on on a on a trip trip with my wife. That turned out to be like a like just a trip with my wife, which is pretty awesome. So thank thanks to your <laughs> wife for watching my daughter for the week for part of the weekend. Um, You're also welcome. Okay, I had to do some at least. <laughs> yeah. She did most of it, but I'm just saying I I was there when it happened. But anyways, okay. yeah, no, those I definitely those I awesome. definitely owe you. But and uh, so we were out there and I did a little bit of snowboarding Saturday. I was like, hey, it'd be cool if we go to a bar and and watch this game. So we were at this bar. Turns out there were a ton of Charger fans for some reason out there <laughs> in Mammoth this weekend. So you know, I mean. The whole that whole first half, I mean, the whole bar was just like yes, yes, and um, I was just like, you know what? Let's just go home. I'll, I'll watch this. I'll watch the rest of the game at home. Oh, so man. it was but, a blizzard yeah. outside, and we ended up calling a shuttle to take us back to the you know like to the resort. And um, so I missed the third quarter. So I get back to the room. I turn on the TV, and they're down by ten. I'm like, what just happened? <laughs> you know, it's funny. I, wa- I was not in all of those things. I was obviously home. And I turned off the TV when halftime was uh, 24-7. I, I watched the initial first half. I watched the interceptions. And I was like, man, Lawrence just does not have it. Like, he showed a little bit of signs. And I was actually in Kohl's with my wife, like, shopping and... I got a notification, same type of thing. Like I didn't turn. I was like ten. They're down by ten. What? So I, I watched the end on my phone. But I'm glad that I did because it was pretty incredible comeback. Yeah, that that was amazing. I just kept thinking, like, wow. I mean, they're making a game out of it, but they just kept defense kept making stops and right. the offense kept scoring. They were down twenty seven nothing at one time. I mean, I know they ended. Um, 20 27 to 7 at halftime to get a little bit closer but uh um herbert missed that one to allen into the top and it could have been 31 nothing and that right. might have actually sealed the game right then and there so a lot of people are saying staley which i i do put some blame on him but you gotta put some blame on herbert for missing that guy and you have to put some blame on the kicker for missing the field goal yeah a lot of things had to happen i mean you you I keep thinking about that game and, and so many things had to go right for, I mean, they have to right for a comeback of like that magnitude to happen. A lot of things have to go the Jaguars way. Um, the Bosa, you know, the right. Bosa penalty to make it at so the end Peterson that, would go for two. Yeah. To make it for Peterson to go for two. I mean, that, that had to happen. Um, there was like another defensive offside penalty that negated a sack. You know, by the Chargers on on one of those drives by the Jaguars, like that's huge. Um, Man, that, that, that's so many point, things. The two point play, by the way, <laughs> Lawrence was like Stretch Armstrong. Man, he I've never seen someone just he he just reached his arm over the pile, basically. <laughs> it was over. he almost didn't have to jump, right? <laughs> I know he just. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty cool. And then, yeah, and that then, that was crazy. That yeah, to the defense, um, it was good that they they made some stops, and especially after they went down by two, I mean, they it was three and out. They they sacked uh, Herbert, and then they pretty much had to punt it, and they went right down the field, and you knew like, oh, this is this is over. Like they they can't stop them, and they're making stops. So yeah, but and then you know, I just wonder what would have happened because you know so, some of those interceptions they, they weren't completely on you know trevor i mean there, there were some you know like a tip pass oh the first one the first one was insane it was like tipped three times two, two times before they picked it right so, yeah so that was that was pretty crazy but um the second one was i think almost a pass it should probably have been a pass interference one of them was for sure like questionable pass interference maybe even the two but it was crazy that asante samuels intercepted three of the four yeah i know there, there were a lot of i don't know the, the officiating was kind of was not great in that game i mean there are a lot of pi calls i think um 
or or just holding calls that just weren't called. Right. So speaking um, of actually the officials, what did you think of the official that kind of went after Bosa? Like it's kind of crazy that they actually like Bosa said something to him and then he kind of didn't just let Bosa walk away. Like he kind of came up to him to say something to him, which I think is kind of crazy for a ref. Yeah, you're right. You know what? I didn't really think about that until somebody brought it up. But you're right. Like so Bosa said some said something, right? Then he's walking away. Why would the official go and chase him and say, like, what did you say? That's almost like egging right. Bosa on to, to throw a penalty. That I don't I don't I definitely don't think that's right. But no, I'm I happy mean, it happened. Yeah, I know exactly. <laughs> no, but I mean if you <laughs> if you think that just throw the flag. Like you don't need if if you didn't hear it, then it was just let it go. Like it's football. You're gonna yeah. they're gonna say things. It just was was crazy. And he's walking away, right? Yeah. And he's walking away. So he obviously said something and he's like, you know what? I'm walking to the sideline. Yeah. It Yeah, I don't know. Officiating has been a little some weird things happening this year, right? With officials. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I think it's it seems like it's been bad. Like we shouldn't be talking about uh the officiating or even the officials saying something to Bosa. We should be talking about the comeback that happened. And it was mm-hmm. I mean it was pretty incredible to go for two to instead of be down by three, be down by two, and then be able to kick a field goal to win the game. Like that's that's insane. Like that's some some crazy balls. <laughs> and and then the fourth down call, I don't know if you saw that, but you know, they they were like fourth and inches on that final drive. Um and then they called this crazy kind of run play mm-hmm. that looked like a sneak and they ended up getting um twenty something yards out of it and that's what put him in field goal field goal range so was that the yeah ATN? Lot, lots of lots of really cool yeah that yeah that run, last right? atn yeah. run yeah yeah it was uh and kind of to get into it about because peterson has been amazing for the jaguars i think but then what do you think about staley for the chargers like do you think the chargers should keep him because having seven runs in the second half when you are up 27 to seven like that just seems bad it's not all his fault, but some of it, like you need to run the clock out. And a lot of the times that they were hiking the ball, the ball, it's, it was at like 20 seconds. Like you need to run the clock down. You need to run the clock out. Yeah. I, I don't know if you remember, but the, the chargers could not run the ball. Every time they tried to run the ball, there would be some, you know, defensive lineman in the backfield. I, I felt like the Jaguars were getting a lot of tackles for loss on runs. So, it, I mean, I understand him like getting away from the run because hey, we're not getting yeah, we're not getting a single yard on any of our run plays. But at the same time, by passing and getting incompletions, he's stopping the clock. Right. So, so in that it's, case, yeah, it's tough. I would say that you have Eckler and you have Allen, who are one of the best. I would just start throwing small. I mean, because the the Patriots they they were never a running team, but what they used instead of a running team was they were able to just throw these short passes that were easy to, for them to 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 catch it, but then it would still run the clock. So essentially, it would do the same thing. You have Eckler. Like, why wouldn't you? If if running the ball with him is not working, you can design something to give him the ball. I just think, yeah. and, and it doesn't make any sense when the clock's running and you have twenty seconds left on your play clock. Like, that's start waiting till seven seconds or five seconds. Like it get the clock down like run the clock when you can it's just uh certain things just didn't didn't break his way and if if i were the chargers which obviously i'm not an executive i would get rid of staley and i'd go out for payton whatever it took but they're generally cheap is is how they describe them it sounds like they're keeping him right yes i think i think they're i think they like Staley and they like the way that he's going, but it just seems like he's not breaking that whole the Chargers just find a way to lose narrative. Like it just seems like it's continued with his team. Yeah. I mean, at least they got to the playoffs. I mean, they had a lot of injuries this year, right? So I mean they they, they made the playoffs kind of against those odds. That's also another but, another yeah. issue is, is the injuries because why do you have Mike Williams in a week 18 game that doesn't matter? So that kind of and then it I mean I feel bad for Staley a little bit because they're kind of going after him about the Mike Williams thing and then 
he wasn't practicing later in the week and they were asking him about it and he was just like oh well at this point of this the day the thing like rest is more important than reps and it's like dude you're <laughs> how are you gonna say i mean <laughs> come good. on like you can, like really yeah. you're gonna say that like three days later <laughs> yeah and now his yeah that yeah i i guess you're, you're changing my mind okay fire the guy <laughs> it just sucks for herbert right because hasn't he had like a couple of different coordinators or head coaches like you know every year he's had a different guy i would i think they're fi- they already fired the offensive coordinator again so i i think that he's had he's had staley for most of it but he, i think he has had different offensive coordinators mm. which i mean i don't know like something something's got to give so if the head coach is not going to be fired you're you're probably firing the the head, offensive. The thing about Sean Payton is that I I feel like with every team that needs a head coach, Everybody. it's like oh Sean Payton, <laughs> right? Well, even even before the game on Monday, it was like well if the Cowboys lose this game, then they should fire McCarthy and go after Sean Payton. Like that was that was something that people yeah. said a lot. So yeah, it's every Payton obviously is the highest coach that people like people want him. But I don't know what team he wants. I, I'm wondering why more teams didn't go harder after Doug Peterson. Um, Maybe just because of how it ended in Philadelphia. Like it wasn't, it didn't end very well. And then I think a lot of people were unsure about exactly about the Wentz situation because Wentz looked pretty bad at the end, and they weren't sure if it was Wentz or if it was Peterson. But they obviously didn't get along. So I don't, I don't know. But obviously Peterson knows what he's what he's doing now with Yeah, do you think uh do you think he's gonna be up for coach of the year? Or is it gonna be uh, Brian Dable? Yeah, that's such a tough like I like both of them. I I I guess I would go with Dable. I, I think I like Dable just a little bit more than Peterson, but I'm sure that you are the other way, right? You're a little biased the other way. Yeah, I'm probably uh, yeah, just a little bit biased. Um okay. What else happened this weekend? That's um Vikings Vikings after all all they did, I guess they they weren't <laughs> we're, for real. We're going to go into the you're, you're going to make Dave Ball's case. <laughs> no, um just just really quickly before we move on to that game, like where do you think that Peterson's actually, uh, if you think about the openings that we have, Arizona, Denver, Houston, um, maybe the Saints, we'll call um, Carolina in there too. Do you think that he's going to go for one of those or you think he just goes back to the booth? Cause Who? Peyton. Oh. Um, yeah, I I bet he takes another job. I just the the strategy for going back and waiting another year is that it eats another year off of your contract cuz he's under contract I think through 2024 instead of 2 years so it means that whatever team you go to you're going to have less compensation that the Saints can ask for. So that would be the strategy in that and so we'll we'll see but anyways getting in back into the the Vikings Giants I thought that the Giants were going to win this game, um, but I would also have not been surprised if the Vikings pulled it out at the end because that's what they've done all year. Like, just played like crap and then just pull it out. I wasn't super confident in the Giants, but... Yeah, I mean, we talked about this during the season, right? Like, were the Vikings really as good as their record? Because they, because they just kept winning, right? But... It's just, you know, you have Kirk Cousins, who he's just, yeah, it's just meh, <laughs> yeah, right? I mean, I thought he actually yeah. had a better season, and he didn't have a, like a terrible game, but it was kind of the same story with the Vikings all year, and it just finally caught up with him. That's pretty much how. It well, went. Cousins will never win you the game. Like his play will never, like, go above and beyond so that he wins you the game. Uh, and then their defense is just was never really that good. Their so. defense, I would see. That's that's what I would say. Is 
Cousins generally does not win you the game, but some of them, he he was the one throwing it to Jefferson, who maybe you could say would, was winning the game. But their defense all year has been bad. Their offense has not been the problem. It's been their defense. Just it's it's been terrible. But, I mean, when it's fourth and eight and you throw a check down to a tight end for three yards and that's your season, <laughs> like, come on. Like, even if you throw it and it gets intercepted, who cares? Like, take a chance. And especially when you have Jefferson, like, throw a 50-50 ball. Like, what are you doing? Like, those things, I mean, that's – so that's what Dobbs did, right, yeah. on on the Titans. But Dobbs has never – that's his second game that he's ever started. Like, that's not Cousins' second game. Yeah. So it's it's those yeah. things with Cousins. Yeah, I mean, he's a highly paid quarterback. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. And then on the other side, just talk about th- – this year I feel like was a year of the quarterback comeback, right? Because Daniel Jones – you know, everybody thought he was not any good. They were going to move on from Daniel Jones. Lawrence. Geno Smith. We'll put Lawrence in there too. But I, Lawrence, I think, yeah, throw in Lawrence. I think Lawrence and Daniel Jones were the coaches because those are why those two coaches were coach of the year. Geno Smith, I don't know exactly, but yeah, you're right. Like who, who knew? It not only was Tua? It, right, and not not only was it comeback, but it was like comeback for those type of players, and then. For veteran quarterbacks, some of the older ones, it was like thinking, okay, they're they're on their way to retirement or they need to be retired. You know, you have Brady, Rogers, Wilson, and that wasn't the case the year before. Yeah, like a steep drop off, huh? Yeah, yeah. because it's I mean, changing. The whole the whole right. QB landscape is completely changing. I, I mean, Fields is another one that that kind of up and comer, like exciting. Yeah, he's good for fantasy right now, but he wasn't really a good good quarterback, right? Like an NFL quarterback. The the thing is is that the Bears traded everybody off and he was still keeping <laughs> them in games. So yeah, like you can say that he wasn't necessarily a good cuz he didn't win the games, but he didn't have a line. He didn't really have wide receivers. It was just basically him. So what he was doing and keeping them in games, yeah, fantasy was great, but I there's potential there. It's just not sustainable that he was running so much, right? Like he's got a. Yeah, you're right. And and now that I think about it, you know, Jalen Hurts, early on. You know, he he was really good. Like, he had his legs, but he didn't have a lot of weapons around him. So it's, it was kind of like the same thing. Like I saw, oh great, he gets you a lot of fantasy points, but he wasn't really winning the Eagles any games. And then they got some weapons around him and the team and. Now he's really he's really good. So yeah, maybe the same thing could happen. Right, and I mean the the Bears are going to have a question on whether they're going to keep Fields or they're going to want to trade and get the because they have the number one pick. Like that's a question. You have more control if you draft a quarterback, but you have to be certain that that quarterback is going to be better than Fields. So I don't think that they roll the dice on that. But um, another another QB that was very interesting would be Lamar Jackson. I mean. He didn't even show up to the game against the Bengals, yeah. like the Bengals Ravens. That was Sunday night, and it was not a blowout either. It was Huntley did a pretty good job. He had that one. He tried yeah. to be a Trevor Lawrence, and then they ended up knocking the ball loose and running back, and that ended up being the game because they won by seven, and that was the run back. Talk about burying a guy, man! The whole team, like the head coach, is burying that guy. J.K. Dobbins. Were- <laughs> yeah. J.K. Dobbins. Do you think? Yeah, you're right. He he did keep it close. Do you think that they're necessarily burying him, or that it's kind of like support for Lamar? Like, why? I didn't hear what John Harbaugh said, but I I did hear J.K. Dobbins stuff. Like, we would have won the game with Lamar, and I feel like that's more of support for Lamar instead of Hundley. But I don't. Yeah, Har- Harbaugh said that Hundley shouldn't have gone over try to jump over that it was a like a sneak that should have gone under i guess and so he didn't follow the play but i mean it it was a he called it a like a like a push qb sneak or something like that right they were supposed to like push him in push him in he was supposed to burrow and push in 
Because I, I think they were two yards away, right? Something. The like, Lawrence and, play was was like r- like a yard. And Lawrence is away. quite a bit taller than he's like six seven, yeah. so it's a little bit different, even yeah. if it is two yards. But yeah. I I mean that that play it turned everything because let's just say that they did the push or whatever and they got it in. I mean Cincinnati was reeling at that point. They they didn't know they couldn't stop Baltimore's offense, so. It would have been pretty crazy, and then and then, like, can you imagine if they did win? Like, what do you do? Like, does Lamar didn't show up? Does he play next week? Like, does he? Like, that would have been such a crazy situation, even crazier than now. Yeah, yeah, I can't believe it. There were some pretty surprising games this last. Week. It was fun. It was a, it was just a fun wild card weekend. Well, I like. I mean, Cincinnati is good. So this Cincinnati Buffalo game is going to be really really good. Like it's. Um, but yeah, I just, I don't know what Baltimore does. I, I, you've already modeled your offense around him. I, I know that you're having disputes over money, but at this point you're just going to have to bite the bullet basically. And cause I, I just don't see you having options. You, you have to pay him and bring him back and repair that relationship. But yeah. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Maybe maybe there are other I mean, the Seahawks, you know, they're making it happen with just a retread. Right. You know, why why not? Why I mean, not? Huntley I mean if, if they don't if they don't want to pay Lamar because, you know, he's been hurt and, you know, they think that he's gonna continue, you know, to get, get hurt, hurt. Not 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 play complete seasons. I mean, why are you gonna invest so much money? Especially now that QBs are just getting paid ridiculous amounts of money per year you know why not yeah i think i don't think necessarily it's that they don't want to pay him i think it's over the guaranteed money because i think they do want to pay him i just think that he wants what deshaun watson got and they're like nah we can't do that that's yeah well the browns are kind of idiots yeah i don't i don't know i guess he he kind of started being playing a little bit better at the end right no i think browns are idiots (laughs) <laughs> okay yeah we agree <laughs> um though i mean I, I think we pretty much went over the the top like the seahawks niners i didn't really watch very much of um i i kind of was paying attention to it and it was close until the very end and then the niners were just like that's it we're we're done with you but Did you did you see much of that game? I didn't. I basically just watched the highlights, just because I, you know, saw some headlines about Purdy just doing pretty good, and um, just he wanted moves, to see what he was doing. He moves in the pocket so well, and four touchdowns, no picks. I, it doesn't matter if it's a blowout or not. That's pretty good. And it's just unbelievable. I'm just just jealous of these teams kind of just finding their quarterback like late in the draft because. Literally, you know, the, the latest, <laughs> Mister Irrelevant. Yeah, the Jaguars spent like three first-round picks on quarterbacks that never panned out. Just the worst quarterbacks ever, and and these guys find just this gem at the end. It's just, jeez. I I think it's situational, though. I think he is good for that system, and I think it benefits him that he's not making that much money, so they could pay Christian McCaffrey. The one of the the throws that he had to Debo Samuel that had nothing to that wasn't that wasn't him that was scheme he threw the ball to Debo Samuel and he took it back I mean that's that's part of of Brock Purdy's deal I mean obviously you have to be successful in the system that you're in and he's very successful but I don't know that you take him off of that team and you put him on I don't know let's just say that you put him on Tampa Bay I, I don't know that he's going to be as successful on Tampa Bay as he is San Francisco. That's what I thought about Tom Brady, <laughs> that it was the Belichick system and that he, he went to Tampa one. Bay and he won, a, and he won a Super Bowl. I mean, in the end, if San Francisco decides that that's their quarterback over Trey Lance, it's not really going to matter that much for the next five years, right? He's got, he's basically at four or five years to figure out how to be good. Cause once, once I have to start paying him is when he can't have weapons, but yeah. Trade Trey Lance and get some of those picks back that you traded for Christian McCaffrey. 
<laughs> if if they can, I mean, if you're if you're a team, do you want Trey Lance? I mean, wouldn't you rather just pick someone? I mean, it, it's as much of an unknown, I think, as just picking someone from the draft. That's true. Yeah, you probably don't have a lot of tape on him, but at least you know you have some NFL tape on Trey Lance. So I guess they could make a decision, make a call. I think the 49ers should trade him, but I think that they should try to get as much as possible. And if they don't, then you're not paying Brock Purdy that much money anyway. So I guess you just have an expensive backup. Two expensive backups, right? Well, no, because Garoppolo's gone, right? Oh, is he? Oh, well, they can't uh, they can't franchise tag him, and I think his his contract's up. Okay, I thought I think I think he's done. So. And I don't, I don't know, but the the Dolphins Bills, it's it's kind of the Josh Allen, like he does plays that you're like, wow, how did he do that? And then he does plays, and you're like, why did he do that? And it's just <laughs> been this roller coaster. If he's good, then the Bills are gonna win. If not, I mean, just. And I think I have to give it to McDaniel for keeping it close. I mean, they only beat him by three points, and they had their third-string quarterback. It's pretty. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Just, just, just really fun games over the weekend. Yeah, no, no, Josh Allen. Gosh, he, he's got to be. He's still one of the top five quarterbacks in the league, right? Oh, I mean, um, if, if we're counting quarterbacks. I would have to put him probably top three. I mean, you you would have Mahomes would have to be number one, and then you would have maybe Burrow over Allen, but if not Burrow, it would be Allen and then Burrow, and then maybe you have Herbert in there, but it's not like, I mean, Herbert could be slipping too. Oh, no, no, no. What about the prince that was promised? He's got to be ahead of Herbert. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, I, but I'm just saying, like, you wouldn't have – even us joking around, you wouldn't have Lawrence over Allen. Or, I mean, the only one that I could see over Allen right now is Burrow. Can you think of another one? I mean, Hurts, maybe. Yeah, maybe Hurts. But yep. just because Allen's been doing a little bit longer, I mean, if if Lawrence is, you know, continues to progress or is, you know, as good as he's been the second half of the season, then I would put Lawrence ahead of Josh Allen next year. It, I mean, I think it depends on what happens because if you see Allen take out Burrow and then he goes to the Super Bowl, which is definitely in his realm, I don't know that you could have Lawrence jump, especially because Lawrence uh, threw. F- I mean, four interceptions is still not not that great in in year against the Chargers. It's I- one more than Allen threw. <laughs> What's one interception among amongst friends? Huh? And I mean, Allen does throw some pretty bad pick. Like Allen waits until he's in the red zone, or he waits until the fourth quarter, and he likes to throw those. But I think I still give the nod to Allen. Um, but I think I'm I'm putting Burrow above Allen, and I'm not sure about Hurts. I mean, I I'm a Cowboys fan, so I don't like the Eagles. But <laughs> you haven't seen her. You haven't seen him in the playoffs yet. I mean, he had the bye, and and even this year is going to be difficult because let's just say that he has a bad. If the Giants beat him and he has a bad game, it's going to be like, well, he was hurt because he was. You know, at the end of the game, he hurt his shoulder, and I think it's his throwing shoulder, isn't it? Because I think Fields. Oh, is it? I, I don't know. I think Fields was the opposite one, but I thought I thought that Hurts hurt his throwing shoulder. But if I mean, he didn't he didn't look that great in the uh, the game against the Giants backups in Week 18. So, that that should uh, really be interesting to see what Hertz is gonna because Hertz is definitely up and coming, but I don't, I don't think that I could put him above Allen or Burrow. I think I could put him above Herbert because I don't think Herbert had that great of a season. I mean, this is just just you know the quarterbacks that are still in the playoffs: Trevor Lawrence. Mahomes, Burrow, Josh Allen, Daniel Jones, Jalen Hurts, Dak Prescott, and Brock Purdy. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> it's it's like the new generation. Is Dak Prescott 
like the oldest QB of, of this group. Like he's like the, the savvy veteran. I think I think he I think he might be. I mean, I think he is. He's definitely he's older than Burrow and I think Allen, right? Is, is he old? He's older than Mahomes. I th- I, th- I feel like he was drafted before like a, maybe like a year before Mahomes. Yeah, I I I'm pretty sure and obviously not with but um yeah, he's I think he's late uh let's see. He's 29 years old and then I I think Mahomes is only like 27. Jeez. Yeah, so he's older. He's he's older than Mahomes, but and Burrow is older, but this is only his third season cuz remember he was like an older player coming out. Yep. Mm-hmm. But I think you're right that Dak is that. Um, Daniel Jones has been in the league a couple of years too, though, but I don't think as long as uh, I think this is his fourth or fifth year. Yeah, he's just going to be a free agent, right? Yeah. Um, okay, so 2019 NFL draft for Daniel Jones. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's it's the new generation. It's it's pretty cool. I mean, it's pretty cool to see. So, um, I'm definitely looking forward to this weekend because Cowboy, Cowboys are going to upset the 49ers. But uh, anyway, what do you think the chances are that the Jaguars can beat the Chiefs? What I think the chances are? <sighs> I don't know. I mean, I, I, I think maybe the Chiefs beat them... You know, three out of five times this game was played, and you know, yeah. Jaguars have a chance. I mean, it's just, oh, it's I, just Mahomes I, I, I is such they're... a, such a, such a talent. I mean, it's just, and then Kelsey is, <laughs> he's unstoppable. And the Jaguars all season they've had trouble with the tight end for whatever reason. So it just, it's just not a good matchup for them. But hey, they could pull these, it out. Any of these teams, I think, have have chances. Um, it does, I mean, once you get to this point, you you're at this point for a reason. Mahomes and the Chiefs, even though they got the number one seed, they struggled with Houston a couple weeks ago, and Houston took them into the into overtime. So it's not a hundred percent. So we'll we'll see. And obviously, with Buffalo, Cincinnati, that's going to be that's like a fifty fifty match, I think. Yeah, I mean, you can't count the Jaguars out. They're they're just the comeback cats. I mean, they came back against <laughs> Baltimore, the Cowboys. You remember that? Um, the Titans oh, at the that. end to make it into the playoffs. And then now the Chargers. I mean, it's just, you can't count them out, but they have a tall task ahead of them. I mean, tall. I The the game, the, I think the Giants beat the Eagles. That's what I think. The the huge I mean, wow even with even with you're calling it even with the cowboys there with the 49ers that's like a i could see that going i mean i i can definitely see the eagles beating the giants but i think the giants the eagles just did not look good against the giants and it was for the number one seed and that was their second like they they didn't have barkley they didn't have uh daniel jones i don't think that they started a lot of their guys i just giants are kind of rolling and I think the Eagles beat them twice, and it's it's actually I know the 49ers beat the Seahawks three times, but it's it's difficult to to beat a team three times in one season. So, we'll uh, I would definitely for the the what to watch this weekend definitely watch the the NFL game. So Saturday. At one thirty, you have Jaguars Chiefs, and then Saturday night is the Giants Eagles. Uh, Sunday at twelve is the Bengals Bills, and then Sunday at three thirty is the Cowboys Forty ers So, it's just such a great, great lineup. I mean, just really fun. I, I just they're just going to be really fun games to watch. Speaking of a great lineup, Gabe, we are actually going to go into the Padres lineup. And I'm sure that my co-hosts are going to hate me because I'm I'm giving you props for your lineup, but Dodgers obviously have a good lineup even without signing anyone, but uh what do you think of of uh the Bogart signing? 
Um, I, I mean, at first I thought it was a lot to pay for for Bogarts. I mean, it just the the length of the contract, right? He's going to be close to forty years old. Um, but man, I think it just it means we're all in. <laughs> well, our window to win is like right now, and we're I think all the, in. The Padres have been all in. I think. I mean, they're. What do you, do you like that they signed a shortstop so that they're gonna put uh, Tatis in center? I didn't. I would have rather them signed like an outfielder or a first baseman. Um, I mean, our whole our whole team is shortstops. We got Xander. We got Manny. <laughs> we got Jake Cronenworth, who was a shortstop. Hassan Kim was a shortstop. And Fernando Tatis was a shortstop. Do we have any more shortstops? Our whole team is shortstops. I've also I don't I don't remember who I talked to, but someone suggested to me that um, they maybe sign Bogarts just in case Manny decides that because he hasn't he can opt out what after this season. Yeah, I really hope he doesn't. Man, I I keep hearing that, but I just. I, don't know, I hope he doesn't. He's kind of like the heart and soul. He's become just the heart and soul of the of the Padres. Um, I can't. See he's him. a complete. I think he's just like a completely different player than he used to be. He's he's matured and he's become like such a leader with the team. That 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 would really suck. I can't see him leaving San Diego, but I can see him opting out so that he can get like one last contract, big contract. Because I think San Diego should pay him, and they will. But that's that's what I think. That's the only reason why I think he would opt out. And just can't pay. We just can't pay anybody. We can't pay Soto and and Manny and all the rest of the guys. So maybe that. I mean, maybe that's why they who. Yeah, Soto. Maybe maybe it wasn't Manny that they were. Maybe they were. They were thinking that Soto was going to be the one to leave. Yeah, it's going to be. I mean, it's just they have some hard decisions to. To make, but not this next year. This next year, it, it should it's game on. I will say, if the damn Padres sign Bauer, I'm going to be pissed. I I hope we don't sign Bauer. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny because the Padres were actually in the running for Bauer, and I was pissed that that the Dodgers got Bauer. I was like, why? Um, I just didn't know that he was just going to turn into such, such an asshole. <laughs> He's always kind of <laughs> been an asshole. He just is a, a yeah. super crazy freaky asshole now. Yeah, now he's just a, a allegedly a rapist asshole. It's true. Uh, I I don't know. It it seems to me like the Padres need pitching, and they're all in. And when you're all in, I don't know that. This seems like it could happen. I feel like if anything happens, um, you know, they might make like a midseason trade, like they have been making the last couple of years, just a big kind of like splash trade midseason. Um, I don't think anything's going to happen between now and you know the start of spring training. But I don't know. I could be wrong. And I think on the Dodger front, they're gearing up to try to go after Otani. So. We'll see. I'm. I really would hope that they get Otani because that would be awesome. You lucky bastards. <laughs> yeah, I mean Otani's that guy's amazing, man. What what he's doing? Jeez. Just just you know, I don't know if you're, you're planning to see any games next year, but that'd be that'd be something to see. Yeah, it would be. Uh, it'd be good. I I think there are some plans in the works for uh, the Take Warning crew to go see a game. Maybe maybe uh, record some stuff while we're there because we we got these little like the little device that I showed you, so you could easily take that to a stadium and have like a remote type small podcast, I guess. But yeah, yeah, that's cool. Talking about we've always talked about Angels Dodgers to go see that one, but Trout and Otani is just good to good to see. But mm-hmm. you got any last thoughts? So- so what do you think? You you think I mean, you think the Padres are finally going to take the division? No. <laughs> <laughs> I 
All right. The only okay. So the the lineups, maybe I could say that you you have a little bit in your favor, but I would say that you probably had it in your favor maybe last season. And uh, the Dodgers pitching is just it's always. You have Dustin May coming back now. Like even he was he was back last season, but now he I think he's really going to be back. You're going to have Bueller come back. You're you still have Kershaw. I just the the pitching is strong and the the bullpen is just as strong so Urias you guys have, still have Urias right exactly yeah yeah no definitely i mean your your rotation is going to be pretty sick this next year i have Dustin May yeah it's just he just had filthy stuff i think that the padres are going to be right there though pushing them so as long it's as be the, fun. as long as the damn giants are, because I hate the giants. Because fuck the giants. <laughs> yeah, we can both agree on that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I I really appreciate coming on. I just wanted to uh, talk to you about the Jaguars a little bit. Talk to the little Padres. So, watch the games. Got any uh, any thoughts, Gabe? Any other final ones? No, man. Just good luck this weekend. Yeah, yeah I hope both our teams advance. How okay. about that? I hope so. I I hope. That would be awesome to see them in the Super Bowl together. I mean, we would hate each other that day, but it would be we would for sure have to do something. Not not that likely, be, but that that's would be okay. pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah, not likely, but hey, you never know. And uh, I'm gonna give this out because I have to continue the streak for Rick. LeBron will always be number one. Just just quickly, but anyways, <laughs> catch you all later. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Follow us on Instagram at Take Warning Sports. Email us at twallthingsports at gmail.com. Download and subscribe our podcast on all your favorite podcast streaming sites, such as Spotify, Google Podcasts, or Apple Podcasts. Visit our Take Warning Network at takewarningpod.com.